Welcome back, Bills fans, fans of the game, fans of football. It's your host, Jeremy Mountain, here with another episode of Blue Mafia. Bills lovers everywhere united. We love faith, family, and football, and quarterback here at Blue Mafia. We got emergency, emergency quarterback problems here in Western New York. It's been a long time since this much drama behind center. We're going to talk about that right off the bat. And, of course, we got the top five quarterback matchups around the NFL for week 10. So, let's get right into it. Josh has a sprained elbow, but more specifically, a tiny tear. And when I heard tiny tear... I tweeted out, shut it down. Um, I keep tweeting these things. Nobody seems to want to listen, but I'm going to keep putting it on the record because the record will show because the record always plays, man. Stays spinning. And it stays spinning here at Blue Mafia, but I... Put it on the record on the tweet box this week. When I see Tiny Tear, that tells me that can become a bigger tear. And in my opinion, shut it down. Because as much as this is a little bit of a vanity win, if you can take down the hot Vikings... You got a lot of little storylines for this matchup that increase the viewership for a game like this. The Cook brothers taking on each other. You've got Diggs taking on his old team. A lot to prove. There's a lot of people that think that the Bills maybe could have won that draft by taking Justin Jefferson. Shout out main man minute. But a lot to prove. And Kirk Cousins, nobody wants to see him dancing with his shirt off, wearing all those gold chains if you're a Buffalo Bill. So in my opinion, I'm okay watching Case Keenum this week. It's his old team. Maybe a little Minneapolis Miracle action. But I don't need Josh Allen this week. I don't need Josh Allen versus the Browns. I don't need Josh Allen versus the Lions. On Thanksgiving. As much as everybody wants to see it. Ratings don't matter. And everybody talks player safety. There's not a more important body part. Outside of the guy's brain. For the NFL ratings. Return on investment. So. Put the pride to the side and keep your return on investment safe. I know a lot of people probably don't like that, but it is what it is and it's football. And if you want to keep this guy and this city and this stadium that they're about to be building on the right track, keep your investments safe and keep the golden goose safe. That being said, you're going to need people to step up this week. If he's not playing and like, I said, I hope he's not playing. 
who's going to step up and not only step up making plays, but step up as an emotional leader and emotional savant, someone who's going to see when we're bleeding, see when we're sinking, see when the fear enters the eyes, who's going to be the guy to get in the faces of those people when shit hits the fan. Looking at guys like Von Miller, looking at guys like Stefan Diggs, Diggs has certainly shown that he has matured both as a competitor and as a leader, but he's been a little talky this year, and I'm a little worried about him getting cheap-shotted by someone. So I'm hoping that he can keep his uh, emotional tendencies sane, and I'm hoping that Diggs can take on a little bit of a quarterback mindset if the quarterback is out. And ultimately, who needs to step up the most if Allen is out, is this offensive line. Everybody wanted to see a run game. Well, now we don't have a choice. There's going to need to be some offensive line dictation on the front lines that's going to set the tone, and that doesn't mean getting blown up on obvious passing downs. It's going to be hard to get ahead of the sticks with an aging Case Keenum. Everyone's like, this is why you, got, this is why you bring in a guy like Case Keenum. He's a veteran. It's not going to be the first time out there. Well, yeah, he's also Case Keenum, and this isn't six years ago. He's going to have a lot of trouble, and it won't be long until Matt Barkley's in there if the defensive line is able to get their big, meaty claws all over backup Case Keenum. <clears throat> Number three, once again, if Allen is not able to go this is a major major tryout for ken dorsey because i'm sure whoever has him in consideration for a head coach or another higher paying role is looking at him this week if he doesn't have the star golden retriever air bud josh allen out there what is ken dorsey going to do and while we're at it let's grade allen and dorsey last week real quick Allen, mind mechanics, moxie, mind. We're giving him a C minus. Uh, mechanics, uh, about a C minus, D plus. And moxie, not typical, probably about a B minus, C plus. Dorsey, creativity. I thought. The game plan was respectful of the Jets' intentions, but also a little lacking in creativity and ingenuity. So I'm going to go about a C- in execution. We're certainly looking at about a C-. minus. Not great. But Dorsey has an opportunity to earn some respect back if he can prove that he can be creative and execute an effective offense with an aging Case Keenum. Moving on, great teams endure these moments. And like I said earlier, should be able to beat at least the Vikings. I'm sorry, this Vikings team is going to be challenged, but should be at least able to beat a tough Browns team because of the weakness at quarterback on Cleveland in Brissette and also you should be able to beat the Lions on Thanksgiving even if the superstar doesn't play 
because great teams endure and everybody wanted this team to be great so i've been saying all year who's going to be great outside of number 17 because what's going to happen if he goes down it happens he's not an alien he's a human being number one why do i keep saying all this it's not just this week. It's not just this season. The return on investment on Josh Allen is not just for 2022-2023. It's not just for your Thanksgiving celebration this year. It's for the end of this year. It's for the tough challenges at the end of the schedule this year. A lot of AFC matchups, tough games in the cold, and you don't need that thing to get worse. And everyone keeps saying, oh, Matt Stafford did it. Matt Stafford is at the end of his career. That was his last chance last year. And he shut it down his whole career several times. Don't need it. We need Josh Allen when they build that new stadium, not next week versus the Browns and not at Ford Field for Thanksgiving. So we'll see you on the other side for the implications. Thanks for listening. Because of the implication. I know, because of the implication. Why aren't you understanding this? I don't... Thanks for listening, y'all. This is Indications with the top five quarterback matchups in each one of these games happens to have playoff implications. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means they've got a chance to get into the playoffs and it means they're leading their team and they're being tough. Tough-minded and leading right off. You've heard a lot about it because it's in Germany and they keep over-pumping Tom Brady going to Germany. But I've got this one on here because of Geno Smith. It's been a wonderful story and I want to see it through. I want Geno to finish this story and I want him to finish his career on this high note. I don't want to see him falter and have some weak performance in Germany and then start having a setback. Um, I'm really excited for Gino, and not only because he's on my fantasy team. And on the other side, you got Tom Brady, who had a really big week, big confidence-building win last week, hair dye. Who knows? They can still make a run because their conference is brutal. Hoping to see Jameis Winston soon in the NFC South again. Number two, we have Russell Wilson taking on either Tannehill, who's questionable, or Malik Willis, a.k.a. Mike Vrabel, playing quarterback. Uh, Malik Willis has not had an opportunity to play quarterback yet in the NFL, despite the fact that he has started a couple weeks here. Uh, Vrabel clearly has him handcuffed and clearly has him running the Little League show. But with Derrick Henry, they're obviously tough. And this game has big AFC implications because I still have an inkling that despite the hate on Russ and Hackett, I don't know why I still have a weird belief in Ruff, Russ. Ruff. Ruff Wilson. New nickname, Blue Mafia. Ruff. Ooh, Ruff Wilson. That's the antithesis of Russ on this weird downside. But I still have a little trust in Ruff Wilson. And I don't know. I like rooting for an underdog, and all of a sudden he's an underdog again. So come on, Ruff. Pick it up. We'll pick these five at the end as we do now on every Implications episode. Dak 
taking on Aaron Rodgers, Air Rodge. The LSD is wearing off and it doesn't look great. Rodgers is starting to look like day four at a music festival and he needs to go get some replenishment and some vitamins because he doesn't look very healthy. And I have a feeling after this year, we may see him even possibly in San Francisco. I could see LaFleur and Shanahan tying up a nice deal, maybe LA Rams, but this has got to be the last cold weather year for a Raj and Dak silently. The Cowboys are kind of good again and they're in the conversation and I still don't trust them in the playoffs, but they're getting close. Number four, Herbie Hancock, Justin Herbert, who's showing some guts with some guys out. Um, <clears throat> he's obviously got a few weapons out. Keenan Allen not playing once again. Um, great receiver. Everyone always talks so highly, but the guy doesn't play. It's unfortunate. But he's got a nice tight end there going. Um, and obviously, I am a huge fan of Coach Staley. And I kind of root for that Chargers team because they're like the ugly stepchild in uh, L.A. L.A. But they're taking on Jimmy and the 49ers, who I think really, really look tough heading into the playoff season because they have that ability to play cold-weather football, even though they're not a cold-weather team. And obviously, despite the fact they're an AFC-NFC matchup here, it still has playoff implications, and it still has emotional implications for both teams because... If L.A. can win that game, it's huge. They're both on the West Coast. Um, but I have confidence in both those guys. Jimmy, still question marks, but having a, a pass-catching running back like Christian McCaffrey certainly helps a guy like Grops. And lastly, I think Heine's still playing. I don't know. Who knows? If Wentz comes back and starts playing for the Washington football team then I'm going to be sour but hoping for Heine versus Hertz can't get enough of that Heine and can't get enough of the Eagles they're always fun to watch they're a pure football team and I hope that the Bills are watching because the Eagles are in my opinion the Super Bowl front runner I'm calling it out it's week 10 to me I don't know who is better than the Eagles right now. I don't care. Put it on the record. So let's pick them, baby, and get out of here. We got to go see Peace Frog with the parents and the fiance. Doors cover band. Riviera Theater. Looking forward to it. Gino versus Tom. <sighs> I think I got to go. Tom. Because I don't think the NFL is going to allow the Seahawks to beat Tom Brady in this German football game. Put my tin hat on. Whatever. Russ taking on Tanny or Malik. Broncos only three wins so far, but they really need it. Can they stop Derrick Henry in Tennessee? 
I don't think so. Tennessee because of the home home court. Aaron versus Dak. Come on, Aaron. Give me one, one time. If he doesn't win this week, I'm never picking him for the rest of the year in the quarterback matchups. Herbie, Jimmy. It's at Jimmy. West Coast. Herbie always plays well on the West Coast. Let's give him the edge there. And Hurts. Hurts so good, baby. Those Philadelphia Eagles. Saw a little uh, thing with Jalen Hurts and Donovan McNabb. Shout out. Made that comparison earlier in the year on Blue Mafia. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Go Bills. Keep Allen safe. We'll see you. Because of the implication. I know, because of the implication. Why aren't you understanding this? 